everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christian Hine podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love, and compassion. So great to have you here again. So glad you could join us. I'm Caroline Heim, and today we continue our podcast series on love. This is for everyone wanting to understand and know their love to be able to show their love. So much more love is needed in this fractured world. So today we're going to look at self-love, unhealthy and healthy. Love is so important for mental health. I'm also really excited today to share with you that Dr. Heim's new book, The Seven Types of Love, Navigating Love in a Fractured World, is now available on Amazon. And it does include a chapter on self-love, so pick up your coffee. In these difficult times, please stay mentally healthy and share your love. Here's Dr. Christian Heim. Hello, it's Dr. Christian Heim here, and today I'm talking about self-love, unhealthy and healthy. And look, what I'm going to do today is uh, give you a brief introduction and then drop you into one of our pod shows where we talked about the very topic. What I was trying to do in this pod show was make a case that self-love can be unhealthy and self-love can be healthy because we all want to have self-love but none of us want to become narcissistic. So narcissism becomes unhealthy self-love. But you see, we are all born with a natural selfishness, okay? Because our brain organizes the whole universe with us at the center. And because like anything else that is alive, we want to survive, we will look out for our own survival needs even first. So that makes us all, in a sense, selfish. But we keep our selfishness in check to get on with other people and to be able to share love and kindness with the other people in our lives. Narcissism is excessive selfishness. When selfishness is too much for the people around us, uh, narcissism is admiration of self, particularly of appearances, and a sense of self-entitlement and a lack of empathy for other people. And if you're not empathizing with other people, that means, in a sense, you're taking yourself out of the love pool. You are not sharing love with other people. Now, this can all grow into what we psychiatrists call a narcissistic personality disorder. And look, less than about 5% of the population have a narcissistic personality disorder. So I'm not saying that all of us are narcissistic, but I am saying that all of us have selfishness that we have to keep in check to share love with others. And so when it comes to the question of self-love, the question is, how can I be loving to myself without becoming narcissistic? Because we kind of know that narcissism is unhealthy self-love. So that brings me to the second part of self-love, healthy self-love, which I am calling self compassion. I started working with self-compassion with people who really lack a love of themselves. They actually loathe themselves. They hate themselves. And so self-compassion is an intervention. It's a treatment of people who loathe themselves. And uh, the person who uh, published in this area was actually Roy Krawitz. All right, so self-compassion is being sensitive to your own suffering 
while having a commitment to relieve your own suffering. It is practicing self-kindness and self-acceptance. It's looking at yourself and not saying that you have to change, that it's okay to be yourself the way that you are and that compassionately you can accept yourself the way you are. It is looking kindly on your weaknesses without expecting successes because you too are a person in this world and you too are deserving of love just like everybody else in this world. So now let's drop in on our pod show on self-love. This has been Dr. Christian Heim. Enjoy the rest of this podcast. And it's a really important topic at the moment. So (laughs) are you repeating everything I'm saying? (laughs) Do I repeat myself? Do I repeat you? No, you repeat me. You don't repeat yourself that much. Actually, you do do repeat yourself. And sometimes I I have to shut you down a bit with that. I do repeat myself. Do I repeat myself? (laughs) I do. I repeat myself. Okay, stop. Okay, let's just jump into this discussion right now. All right, jumping into love. With the question, what is self-love? What is self-love? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's just get straight down well, to it. Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. That's well, it. Well, but in a sense, that is the million-dollar question. It is. All right, if we could understand what self-love actually is, we'd be better at it. Mm. And there are a lot of different ideas of what self-love is. And I've got to put this into a context, okay? Okay. Uh, this is a pod show for preventative mental health. Sure. And as a psychiatrist, I know that love protects our mental health. Yeah. We have books showing that love protects children from trauma. Uh, It stops people from uh, from getting too deep with their depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can prevent suicide because loneliness is a risk factor for suicide. And loneliness is as bad for your body as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So people who don't have love in their life, Mm -hmm. right, are at a higher risk than smokers for all-cause mortality. Okay. Right? So this is following on from last week where I linked love with life. Mm -hmm. If we Mm -hmm. don't get love, we die. Yeah. Okay? So we're in a COVID crisis. We're spending a lot more time alone. So this question of self-love, because I can't spend time with other people, Mm. so how do Mm. I show love to myself? Mm. Right? That's what we're starting to talk about. And I want people to understand Mm. it because... If you know what self-love is, you'll be able to show yourself self-love much more. Okay. But there are forces out there that are trying to bamboozle us, all right? Okay. Well, forces. Well, well, okay. So I'm talking about marketing, technology, uh, consumerism, hyper-individualism. I love that word, hyper-individualism. Hyper-individualism. Makes it look like there's too much of it, and there is. I'm hyperly individual. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Are you? And our our own prosperity, Mm. right? They get in the way of true love all through society, Mm. but particularly understanding what self-love is. Okay. Right. Okay. So are you just, I just want to clarify that. So you're saying there's, there's more about self-love because of the COVID crisis, because as we've seen on other pod shows that people are living alone a lot more and, and so it becomes a bit more introversive, the love. Uh, Well, there's much more of a need for self-love. Because of the loneliness. Yeah, and the other thing that's happening, and we've talked about this before, how we're getting alienated in society. There are many more people living alone. We used to live in families of five or six people. Now we're living in two, two and a half, or one, Mm -hmm. right? So self-love 
becomes more important because we're not getting love from each other. other. And the other people, okay. yeah, that's true. Okay. And the ultimate love is actually love from each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But how do we do that when we're more and more lonely? Yeah, yeah, so you're tying it with loneliness. All right, so you did talk about these forces against us. Okay? I did, All right. I did. So, um, and you talked about the media and things like that, but... Okay, let's, let's, look at it, let, let's look at it contextually, okay? Why are all social media platforms filled with self-love? You've been, you've been talking yeah. about it, but even pre-COVID we had it yes, a little yes, bit, we did. okay? Um, we be had kind, it a lot. Yeah, we had it a lot. Be kind to yourself, make yourself a priority, take care of you, love yourself. Is everyone in the world feeling so broken and loveless? I actually think so, okay. Do. I, I do, I do. We're... There's a lot more brokenness, there's a lot more loneliness. Yeah. I don't have the studies to back that up, yeah. but we do know that depression rates are rising, anxiety rates are rising, and suicide rates for the last 20 years have been rising alarmingly. Mm, and mm. in this COVID crisis, you and I hear about the suicide stories, yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. And you're sort of going, why? And I strongly believe that loneliness and a lack of love mm. is one of the reasons uh, that the suicide rates are rising. So we're going to get back to love. Yes, and let's get back to love and we'll lift it up a bit. Because it's good for preventative <laughs> mental health. And yeah, this okay. is what we're, we're on about. Yes, preventative yes. mental health. So, and what's so the more good, love. What's good about self, self love for preventative mental health then? What's good about yeah, it? Yeah, well, it, good. Uh, just what I said. It protects you from suicide, protects you from anxiety, protects you from depression. And if you end up having a mental illness, your recovery rates um, are much shorter. Okay. And I quoted that study where loneliness or lack of love is as bad for the body as smoking 15 yeah. cigarettes a day. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's why. But um, I've noticed you haven't picked me up on not answering the question. I'm just about to. <laughs> But the thing is that a lot of people are actually, they're quite frustrated with the idea of self-love because yeah. they try self-love and you know what? They're either faking it, yeah. lying to themselves, yeah. okay, afraid that they're going to get narcissistic, yeah, yeah, right? got to talk afraid about that, that yeah. they're going to cut out other people from their lives. Yeah. And one component is yeah. narcissism, yeah. which I'm calling unhealthy self-love, yes, yes. and then compassion, Self-compassion yes. is healthy self-love. Yes. So to talk about self-love, I can't talk about self-love apart from these. Yeah. I've got to talk about our perception of self-love. Yes. And how at the moment there's a perception out there that self-love is narcissism. And people go, oh, but wait, I don't want to be narcissistic. Mm, mm. So what is self-love? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is going to be that healthy self-love is self-compassion. Okay. All right? Yeah. But so we've got to stay in narcissism. Okay, to get there. To okay, get yeah, there, yeah, right? I understand now. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Stay in narcissism. Well, I, okay. Do your thing in narcissism. All right, so, <laughs> so I was looking for songs for today. Yeah. All right? And I ventured into uh, hip-hop and rap music. Oh, yeah? And oh my gosh, did I find a whole lot of songs that glorify narcissism. Oh, right? really? That's right. The, <laughs> the number of times... What a surprise. Words like, <laughs> the number of times that words like... Me, myself, and I came yes, up, right? Yes, yes. And a whole lot of songs just are based on me, me. I'm the greatest, mm -hmm, I'm the, okay? And what I want and mm -hmm. all of this, right? Yeah. Whereas songs of 50 years ago, uh, you are so beautiful. Mm -hmm. This is your song. Mm -hmm. You light up my life. Mm -hmm. You make me mm -hmm. feel brand new, mm -hmm. right? And it was all you-centered, yes. right? And even before the 60s, love had a more... Uh, of a formal feel mm. to it. Yeah. 
Okay, so part of what's happening is a normal outgrowth of um, uh, consumerism mm. and uh, having fun, okay, in discovering yourself. And this particularly happens in late teenage years yeah. when you're awakened to a whole lot of feelings and who you actually are and you're part of this world. Mm. And you know what? It feels really good to go out yeah, on a yeah. Saturday night yeah, yeah. to dance, to make it with people yeah, and course, to yeah. dress up and to feel really yeah. good. But here's the thing, that's not life. That's part of life. And that leads to these narcissistic feelings, all right? I feel really good about myself. Look how good I look. Look how people are attracted to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know about these drinks, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to have this wardrobe and know about all of these things. So the ego basically takes over. The ego takes over yeah. and narcissistic self-love. Mm. is based on very superficial things. Mm. Mm. It's based on appearances. Mm. It's based on your personality, mm. right? It's based on being accepted by people for very superficial things and rather than being accepted for who you are. So being the center of attention and needing that and craving it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we get to the Greek person Narcissus. Oh, Narcissus. Yes, let's go there. All right. So, so... Basically, a lot of people know the Greek myth where Narcissus yeah. uh, saw himself in a lake, lake and he became enamored mm. of himself. Mm. Before that, all right, he was attracting a lot of these wood nymphs, all right? He was feeling really good. <laughs> Going for the wood nymphs, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and one of these wood nymphs was called Echo, right? Uh -huh. And she thought, oh, he's such a great looking guy. <laughs> Went to give him a hug and he says, basically, get off me. You're not good enough for me. You're going to mess up my hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So she ended up um, killing herself and uh, only her voice was left. Mm. And she was... Uh, bound just to say the last things that somebody else said mm. is echo. But to punish Nar uh, Narcissus, uh, Nemesis actually got him to look in the lake so that he would fall in love with himself. Mm. Mm. But here's the thing. Two things. Firstly, he knew that he could never have real love, yeah. that this love could not manifest. Yeah. And secondly, he got the feeling that love for himself was not enough. Mm. So he committed suicide, mm. right? That's so sad. I don't remember that part of the story. No, no, no. People we don't... all remember, remember the gaze into the river at yourself. The gaze into yeah. the river, yeah. But the thing is that people who have narcissistic tendencies, strong, are at an increased risk for depression Oh, my gosh. That suicide. story is such a great example of how, how that can happen. Yeah. And it's what we don't want. Yeah. But people get confused if all of society is saying, these are the things that I want, money, fame, yeah, the yeah. cars, the outfits. How am I going to love myself if they're the sort of things I'm being told to like? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Great. We get to right. go to we... self-compassion now. <laughs> we get to go to self-compassion. She's been waiting for this for about five minutes now. Well, one of my questions, what is, what is healthy self-love? Yeah, you're so saying healthy... it is self-compassion. Self-compassion okay, so is yeah. healthy self-love. Self Narcissism. Yeah. So, so the... Uh, again, just to finish off on narcissism, yes. <laughs> because other people don't like it, you end up losing love. Yeah. If you're losing friends because mm. of your narcissism, mm. all right, you're actually getting less and less love in life. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're only with yourself mm. and it's not enough. Yes. You can't sit there in self-indulgent bliss and say, this is love. <laughs> no, I love you. Yeah, you can't just immerse yourself in yourself so much and you just get caught up in that because it's just... Yes. This is not going to be enough. And, and that's where self-compassion comes in. Uh -huh. okay, because yes. self-compassion actually takes you out of 
lake, yeah. right? And you actually end up dipping into the pool of love. Okay, and of how all do we do humanity. that? How do we do that? Take By us understanding there. what compassion is. Okay, so, and that's part of what we, we talk about actually on our podcasts. We're living for preventative health, love, and compassion because compassion is so important in this world, especially with everything that's going on at the yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. So, compassion, okay, so, yeah. so the bottom line is this you are a human being. Yeah just like everybody else yeah. that deserves as much love as everybody else deserves. Yeah, so important. And even if you know your selfish thoughts and feelings, mm. you still deserve as much love as everybody else does. You say that to people out there because there's some people that are going to be not feeling that they like themselves very much. No, that's right. That's right. If you like yourself or not, if your thoughts are selfish, if your feelings are self-centered, you are a human being just like everybody else and you deserve love and as much love as everybody else does. Mm. Yeah, great, thank you. That's really important. It we is. need to hear this. We need to write it on our walls. Okay, so, and it's not easy to do. No. All right? Um, uh, we all actually need to practice it. Okay. Okay, so let's get more into this definition of compassion, compassion so yes, that we understand please. it a bit more. Uh, you remember my favorite part of the brain, the anterior, anterior singular gyrus. All right. Part you can of the actually say system. it with us now if you've been watching. <laughs> On the count of three, anterior, anterior singular, singular gyrus. gyrus. That's the way. Okay, so that's, that's a part of the limbic system. Yeah. And it's basically, basically involved in empathy. Yeah. Now, empathy is not compassion. And the difference is yeah. actually very, very it important. Is important yeah. Empathy is that feeling when you see somebody else in pain, mm. all right? Somebody who's just broken up in a relationship mm. and you go, oh, that yeah. feels awful. Yeah. Or you go past a car accident and you go, oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah, so all you're right? feeling into the situation or into the person's pain. And yeah. it's just a feeling. Yeah, I yeah, won't say just, just a feeling. feeling. I okay. don't want to belittle it, but yeah. I'm saying it's only a feeling. Yeah, right? yeah. Compassion, however, and in the last five years, we've actually got the brain scans to show the difference. Yeah. Compassion happens in the anterior cingulate gyrus, but also in the frontal lobe, mm -hmm. in the prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. So in other words, compassion has to do with our thinking as well. Yeah, okay. So compassion not only feels, oh my God, that's terrible, yeah. but it then asks the question, what is the best thing that I can do mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. And so compassion means you're going to be helpful. It's very practical then. It's very practical. It's very outward looking because it's, well, or it's actually, well, it's doing oriented. Yeah. Yeah, but the thinking comes first. Yes. And um, this is the main difference between empathy and compassion. Mm. It's got this thinking component that stands outside of the feelings to sort of say, okay, what's the best thing for me to do yeah. or to respond in this yeah. situation? Yeah. Okay? yeah. Okay. And that can make all the difference. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we go to an unhealthy self-love mm -hmm. and we go, okay, I've got to love myself. Well, that means getting a bit more ice cream and chocolate. That means uh, getting things. That means uh, more money. That means enjoying myself more. Yeah, I'm working on my appearances and taking care of all these things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but none of that is love, mm. okay? Mm. So to love a child, you don't plaster them in chocolate, movies. Mm. You don't indulge them, okay? Mm. You have this thinking part that says, okay, if I am responsible for this child, yeah. what is the best thing for yeah. this child? Yeah. And sure, it's gonna to be to have some fun sometimes, yeah. Yeah. but it's also going to be to guide the child mm. through this 
thing called life and to keep it away from things that are not good for the child, mm. right? Uh, because you're taking responsibility for the child. Yeah, yeah. So being loving, compassionately loving, means saying, no, that's yeah. not good for you. Ah. And your motive is what is best for the child. Yeah, oh my gosh. So we can learn about how to be compassionate to ourselves by how we would treat a child. Yes. Yeah, especially yes. our own child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. any child. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. Give, you give any adult a child and say, you're responsible for this for the yeah. next 24 hours. Yeah. Oh my God, okay, yeah, yeah, I've got to make yeah. sure that this thing is still alive. Yeah. All right. <laughs> No, it's, it's seriously. It's true. Okay. It, yeah. You do. You worry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you're making sure that the child is not on the road, is not playing with the stove, and there are all these things that the child is not allowed to do. Right. And gets the best thing for them. And gets the best thing and for them. And have to know what that is. But That's we right. intuitively know that for children. So why don't we intuitively know it for ourselves then? Because we mix up love with pleasure. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Uh, we think that if we give ourselves the things that are pleasurable, mm. that we're being loving to ourselves. Yeah. We're being nice, we're being yeah. indulgent, all right? Yeah. But we're not being loving to ourselves yeah, because yeah, sometimes yeah. some of those pleasures are not good for you us. Know. We find that out the next day, yeah. that's true. <laughs> okay, so, so let's go through a fuller definition of what compassion is, mm -hmm. all right? Compassion is being open to and moved by somebody else's pain and suffering. Oh, yeah. So self-compassion yeah. is being open to and being moved by your own pain and suffering. Mm, mm. So in other words, it's all right to say, you know what, Christian? You're going through a hard time at the moment. Yeah. That feels awful. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Yeah. It's also about having an understanding and accepting and a non-judgmental attitude towards yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's actually really hard. Yeah. Because guess what? I screw up yeah. often, right? Particularly yeah. socially. How much self-judgment? Of... Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Oh, yes, you do. That's true. <laughs> okay. And I've just got to understand that. Yeah. I've just got to understand why that is. Yeah. And say, well, Christian, what you've got to do is just a little bit of this and a bit less of yeah. that. Okay. Self-talk. Self-talk, yeah. mm -hmm. right? But yeah. the compassion side of it is saying, what is best? Well, I just want you to do a bit better next time, Christian. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter if you fail, Yeah. all right? Because you too, and this is more compassion, are human. Mm. You have strengths, Christian. You have mm. weaknesses, Christian, yeah. just like 7 billion other people around yeah. here. Yeah. But you too deserve love, yeah. just like everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There is a feeling component. Mm. Because you do actually want to, vate, uh, want to cultivate feelings of loving kindness towards mm, yourself, mm, mm. all right? You don't have to be passionately in love with yourself, yeah, yeah. all right? But just loving kindness, just mm. it's okay to be you, Christian. Yeah, it's yeah. okay, yeah. right? And then there's the thinking component. Yeah. The thinking component that says, all right, what is the best thing to do in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Because if I'm going to be compassionate with myself, I can't let myself get away with everything. Yeah. I've got to find out what the best thing is to do. Yeah. I've got to guide myself through life. So basically be that parent to yourself. That's a good way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like to sort of think um, to be a trusted friend to yourself. Okay, yeah. If you're a trusted friend or a trusted ally or a trusted mentor to yourself, yeah. Yeah. you're sort of uh, a, a good friend when you screw up, mm -hmm. okay? If everybody else leaves you, the friend says, Looks like you screwed up, Christian, you know. Yeah, but I'm still here. But I'm still here, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got to be that friend. You've yeah. got to be there. I still believe in you. You fell down again. What do you need so you can pick yourself up? Yeah. All right, yes. I'll be there. We will mm. do that, mm. right? And a trusted friend, if you're sort of saying, I want a real binge tonight and I'm going to inject myself with heroin for the first time, a friend goes, 
uh, Christian, can we think about this? Mm. All right, this is maybe not the best thing for you. Mm. I want what's best for you. I see a better future for you than this, mm. Christian. Mm. All right, mm. and whatever that better future is, mm. you want to be your own trusted friend to sort of say, "Hey, you can just a bit better yeah. than this." So that's yeah, okay. That's self compassion. That's self compassion. Yeah. That's self compassion. And it's quite active too, like we were saying. It's it's practical. It's something to do. You actually have to. It's very think active. And and then actively do something. About it's very it. active. And here's the thing: when you practice self compassion, you don't cut yourself off from the love of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, yeah. when people see that you're at peace with yourself, more comfortable with yourself, more accepting of yourself. You're going to be more accepting of other people. Yeah, that's true. Right? Which means the love keeps flowing, and, yeah. and so people who are self-compassionate tend to be open to love with other people uh, and be able to share that love with other people. Yeah, yeah. So if if narcissists could certainly learn that, that would be a wonderful bridge then to be able to yes open up to other people, yes, and they yeah. can, and yeah, they but, have. I've seen that. Yeah, that this loving loving yourself through self compassion. Yes, that's the healthy kind of. That's the healthy self love. Yeah, yeah. And then when you love yourself, you can open yourself to the love of other people. And I, I guess that sort of inhibits us um, from being open to the love of other people if we hate ourselves so much. Yes, it does. It, it stops. It that. does. I'm unlovable, so I'm not going to reach out to you, or I'm going to put up this false self. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Uh, To say I'm unlovable yeah. is a judgment. Yeah. All right. So it's got to be something like Christian. I know you love. I know you lie occasionally. Yeah. All right. But everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. We will work on that. Yeah. But you are still deserving of love. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. 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 Right. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Okay. It takes We're going to get. <laughs> it does. We're going to get to some practicals on that. Are we? But yes, we are. Okay. Well, good. Hope section. Okay, but we actually had a question come in. Oh, do we? This morning, this believe morning. it or not. Okay, okay. because everyone knew we were talking about self-love. So, self. This is one of our viewers said, one of our regulars. Self-love is important. It helps us to love and treat others with respect. I yes, like that's it right. that the viewer talked yes. about others immediately. Yes. How does self-forgiveness play into this? Um, and then the viewer was talking about how they were looking back to regrets of the past. Yeah. Had to forgive the person. Who they were at that time. Yeah, that's right. Me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, that that's a very good comment. It, it, it brings up a few things. Respect, Thank you for that. Respect is part of self-compassion. Yeah. Respect is part of compassion for other people. Mm. Right. Respect is respecting who somebody else is without wanting to change them. Yeah. Right. So respect for yourself is sort of saying, okay, let's just accept. Who you are at the moment,、mm. okay? If you want to change certain things, we'll work on that together,、mm-hmm. all right? And、uh, the other thing was the need for forgiveness.、Yeah. And this is true of everybody,、yeah. okay? You yourself know the things that you have done more than anybody else does, which、yeah. is why that self-forgiveness is actually—it's much more difficult than we realize. Yeah. Okay, so in the coming months.、Um, We're going to talk about forgiveness yeah, because I've, I've looked、topic. at this thing about forgiveness because I work with people who have committed atrocities and have been the victims of atrocities.、Yeah. Okay, so they need to forgive themselves or forgive、mm. somebody else, and it's hard. Yeah, all right, because forgiveness、really、seems、hard. to be the opposite of justice. Yeah. Right, yeah. so we buck up when、mm. somebody has to forgive, and a lot of people are not great at forgiveness,、yeah. and I include myself in that. It's,、yeah. it's just really difficult. So forgiveness is not just a decision,、mm. all right. It's a whole process, and the process means understanding what happened,、uh, accepting what happened, then dealing with 
the injustices of the situation and then letting go of the emotions. Yeah. So it's yeah. a huge process and yeah. I will get into it we in will. a few months' time. Yeah. Okay. But but it is related in a way because it's, it's hugely it's, yeah, related. Yeah, yeah, especially self self forgiveness because self forgiveness is carry these things. And yeah. I mean, you can forgive me, but I can't forgive myself, you know. It's easier to forgive often. somebody else than yourself it is, yeah. because you yourself are so aware of your intentions yeah. and your thoughts and yeah. your motivations. And, yeah. and it's sort of like, uh, yeah, very hard. Yeah, really hard. Okay, all right. Let's get into some hope. So I'm, 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 I'm sorry I can't give you a practical No, 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 because it'll take too long too. So Well, well yeah. also, there's, there's not there's not that such great information out there on forgiveness no, there isn't. okay yeah. in a scientific context yeah. and that's something that i will look at in coming months all right yeah yeah okay all right oh my gosh there's a blower outside maybe you can't hear it but there's someone's got a big blower in the leaf blower leaf, oh, sorry blower. leaf blower i don't know what they call it in america i don't know either <laughs> what do you call it <laughs> a leaf blower probably <laughs> I don't know. Tell us. Anyway, so um, <laughs> that's why I was just hard, finding it hard to concentrate. But yes, hope. Let's talk about some practicals of what we can do in the self-compassion area because, yeah. Well, um, give us some hope. Okay, so the hope is in practicing self-compassion. Yeah. Right? Uh, self-compassion, by the way, in the literature is a fairly new area. Yeah, it's only just starting to hit the social media platforms at the moment, actually. And it's not that easy yeah. right so I would look up all the information that you can but get a good idea of what compassion is mm -hmm. right yeah. that's a and starting point that's a compassion is the starting point yeah. and look I, I, I gotta say I was a bit uncomfortable talking about self-love uh, before we've talked about what all the different love types are yeah okay? which we'll do next week which we'll do next week but yeah. um, we'll come back to self-compassion because to understand self-compassion and self-love we actually need to know the gamut of love yeah. before applying it to ourselves, which is why in, in, in the book, yeah. it's the last chapter. It's the last right. chapter. You finally get there. You finally learn what because love is. Because you've got to practice it with other people yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And then to love yourself. And yeah. then you know what it feels like and you go, yeah, I'll have some of that. Yeah. But okay, so, so the main thing about compassion is uh, those four things, being open to pain and suffering, mm -hmm. having an accepting, understanding, non-judgmental uh, attitude, mm. all right, the thinking component, what is the best thing for me as a person, mm. okay? And then the feeling component, how can I cultivate feelings of loving kindness towards myself? Yes. And so the, the hope is in actually being a friend to yourself. If you decided that you wanted to be the best friend that you could possibly be to another person who was willing to be your friend, what would you do as a friend? Yeah, what would you do for yourself then? Yeah. 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 So if you work out what you would do for somebody else, you would care for them, mm. you would respect them, mm. you would take some responsibility for them. Mm. You'd also have a bit of fun with them too, yeah. all right? Okay, I'm not taking the fun away. Get in your pajamas and have a nice fun night, yeah. And another big practical is whatever you see on the internet, mm. whatever songs you listen to that yeah. are talking about what a great person yes. I am, enjoy them. They are yeah. wonderful. I do, but don't take them seriously. Yeah. Right? Um, narcissism is only appearance deep. Compassion goes all the way to the core. Yeah, yeah. Can I just throw something in here as far as the practicals? I know that it, it really helps me and I don't know it helps other people, but it certainly helps me when I, I talk about 
what it is that I don't like about myself to someone else. Yeah. So, so can some, someone else come in on this and, and help you with your self-compassion? Well, as soon as you're sharing something with yeah. somebody else, there are much stronger feelings of love. Yeah. Because, that's so why we're going to get into listening, okay? Yeah. When somebody listens to your story, mm. right, and they go, wow, I didn't know all of that. Yeah, yeah. You get this feeling of being understood. Yeah, you yeah. get this feeling of being accepted, mm. okay? And it's mm. a wonderful feeling, and mm. it's part of this feeling of compassion and love, mm. right? To do that for yourself, it's sort of like, yeah, I know your story. Don't tell me your story. Yeah, right? We yeah. tend to be dismissive of ourselves, yeah, yeah. all right? So one way of being compassionate is actually write out your story, yeah, right? Nice, so that yeah. you listen to your own story and you go, yeah. oh, now I'm beginning to understand why certain things have happened and why I am a certain mm, way. Mm. Things happened in my childhood that I haven't let go of, yeah, all right? Yeah. And then that leads you to an action as well. Yeah. Well, what can I do to let go of this? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's also the risk of when you actually share something with someone and, they, and you say, you know, these are my thoughts and then they say, um, oh no, you're not like that. And, 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 and then, but you're saying, yes, I am. I actually am that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, it, and in a way it just, you're just so hard on yourself sometimes. Yes. Mm. We are all very hard on ourselves. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, and this is where the idea of authenticity comes in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You don't want to fake self-love. No. You don't want to fake no. self-compassion. No. That's the big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are under pressure to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody out there seems to be loving themselves and having such a great time. I don't love myself. I'll fake it. Yeah. And, you, and so a lot of people go with this fake energy of, oh, yeah, I'm having a really great time. Yeah. And inside they're dying. It's like positive thinking. It's the same sort of thing. I'm positive. I'm positive. It's the same thing with yes. self-love. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you've got to be honest with yourself. You yeah. actually have no choice. Yeah. Well, that's true. I know because you've right? got to live with your own thoughts. So Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. Yeah. All right. Uh, but just in doing that, you've already got this part of you that says, I want to feel better about myself. Yeah. And you'll start to like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want to feel better about yourself? Yeah, I do, actually. That's nice, yeah. says the other part of you. Yeah, yeah. I want that for you, too. Good, yeah, okay? yeah. And that's yeah. being a trusted friend. And that self-talk coming. And that's yeah. that self-talk. Yeah. Now, it feels a bit artificial, yeah, but it really is a friendship situation. Yeah. And it takes time. Yeah, I like it. So you're a friend to yourself. Okay, so, so the real practical yeah. is this. Yeah. When we're feeling bad, yeah. uh, we tend to do things to stop feeling bad, all right? Mm. So we get onto the internet, get into some of our favourite clips binge, or yeah. some of our things that we're into. Oh, yeah, okay? chocolate. Because yeah. what we're doing is actually we're avoiding that feeling, mm. okay? Sometimes you've got to just close the laptop and go, damn it, I'm feeling bad. Mm. And then you sit and then you go, what are you feeling bad about? Mm. Write it down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Where did this feeling come from? Mm. Okay. What's the root of it? Yeah. Okay. Is there something that you haven't let go of? Mm. Is it some standard that you have that's just way too yeah. high? Is it an expectation oh, yeah. that's way too high? Do you yeah. know about high expectations? <laughs> <laughs> Highest of yourself usually too. Yeah. Well, that's right. And yeah. this is why we are so hard on mm. ourselves. And then you treat yourself like a friend. Well, if this was happening to a friend, what would I say? Yeah. Yeah. First thing you'd say is, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> it's true. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle Go with yourself. Go for a walk. Have yeah, a bath. Yeah, you know, sort yeah. of make yourself a cup of tea. Let's oh, have a chat about this. How many times have I said, be gentle with yourself to people during yeah, COVID yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I do the same. Yeah. And I fail. Yeah. I'm yeah. not very gentle with myself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the other thing that we want to say. This is actually hard work. Yeah, it right? is. It's really hard it's, work. It's not that yeah. some people... And it's have... not going to be overnight. Yeah. No. No, no way. No, yeah. it takes a yeah. lot of... Yeah. A lot of time to actually accept yourself. And if you get to the stage where you say, rather than I love myself, I just accept myself. 
Yeah, just that's to get good. That's, that's great. That's, that's great. excellent. Just to get yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Great. So one, I know that we've 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 covered a lot. So just one challenge for the week. Yeah, one challenge. Have for you the, got one? Yeah, the one yeah. challenge for the week is when you're feeling down, see if even if you do it once, close the computer lid, and talk to a talk to a friend. Okay, that friend's got to be you. You've got to be mm. the trusted friend mm. for yourself. Mm. Lovely. And the first thing is, is you're going to reject yourself. You're going to say something like, I'm sick of you. I don't want to talk to you. Is there anybody else? No, I'm here. I'm it. All right. Shall we get to know each other? Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard to confront yourself sometimes. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It, it's, it's hard, hard to listen to yourself. But you start to sort things out and you get this feeling of being understood and accepted. And the easier thing to do is actually to do that for somebody else first yeah, and yeah. then do it to yourself, yeah, right? Which yeah. is why I go through a whole book of how to show love to other people yeah, yeah. before you get to yourself. Yes, but yeah. in this COVID crisis, you've got to do it for yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, some of us do, yeah. okay? Yeah. If that's too hard, if there is somebody close, particularly a close relative, um, I'll use mum, right? Yeah. You make a phone call and you say, mum, what do you think of my strengths and weaknesses? Mm, nice. Mum, what do you like about me? Mum, mm. are there some things that you don't like about me? Mm. Right? And your mum will sort of, oh, there's nothing that I don't like about you. No, mm. no, seriously, mum, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a perfect person here. I really want to hear at least yeah. two, th two things, okay? Yeah. And then you go, okay, thanks, mum. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening, mum. Yeah. And then you take that and you sort of go, okay, what do you think about that? Mm. What's the best thing for you to do to move forward? Okay. okay. And sometimes there isn't an answer. Sometimes you just got to say, okay, things are a mess at the moment, yeah. but I'm going to be here with you. I'm not going to leave you. Okay. So they're the two challenges. Close the, it's two, you see. No, give it. us two. You're only meant to give us one. Close that, that screen and have a talk to the friend that is yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and if, you, if that's too hard and you're just getting bombarded by thoughts of self-judgment and everything, call your mum and talk to her. Or somebody else who's really close. Well, yeah, we're spending a lot of time on love because yeah. quite frankly, that's what society needs at the we moment. We really need it. There's so much happening. Not happening. just all of society, but us as individuals, yeah. all right? So the aim is to know about love so we can show our love. Yeah, and if we are all, and, and obviously, I'm sorry, I'm going off the track here, but if, if we're not loving ourselves, then surely that, that comes out in aggression towards other people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sorry. a good point, good point. Anyway, housekeeping time still. Um, <laughs> finishing off with a song, so glad you could join us though. Um, and what's our, well, it's not a song, it's music today, isn't it? Well, it's a song, I'm just playing the song on the piano. It, okay. It's a very well-known song. This is Whitney Houston from the 1990s. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. We miss Whitney because Whitney had a yeah. wonderful voice and she knew how to sing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so a bit of a story behind this. Um, I, I did. I looked through a whole lot of hip-hop and rap songs to uh, find a song for today and I entered a, an amazing world, all right? <laughs> but on the weekend, we visited some friends and we won't mention Joy and Craig's name, okay, because they wouldn't <laughs> like that. And they have this gorgeous piano, all right? And so I just gravitate to the piano because I love the piano. And there was some music on there. And what was it? It was a collection of songs by Whitney Houston. Uh, and the greatest love of all was part of that. And I thought, you know, we will go to this song for today because it's a strange song. It's about the greatest love of all, which is loving yourself. But it starts off about children. 
Why does it start off about children? Mm. And there's a line in there that says, show them all the beauty they possess inside. Mm, so, so it's it's like we, uh, this song links self-love with children. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It yeah, is, it is. That, yeah. So the aim is to show yourself all the beauty that you have inside. Mm. So when you get a chance, listen to the song, look at the words, and you will see how the compassion becomes a healthy self-love that yeah. includes everybody, Lovely. not yeah. just yourself. Great. Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. Dr. Caroline Heim and Dr. Christian Heim for Late Night Love. Love. We'll see you for more love next week. Love to see you.